So we'll take it in. I'm sitting in a bagel shop on the Upper West Side. I'm a little disappointed by the lack of Jews here. I feel like this is their turf. I mean, it's Manhattan, so it's definitely their turf, but the Upper West Side in particular is their turf. Maybe I'm in the tourist bagel shop, and there's a real bagel shop that I don't know about around the corner, full of dudes in yarmulkes and brunettes and long skirts, and a bouncer named Ira, and kosher cream cheese. The lack of Jews might have something to do with the fact that Creed's With Arms Wide Open is playing on the radio, but I doubt it. In my experience, Scott Stapp is loathed by everyone equally, his parents included. The west side of Manhattan is a strange place. Admittedly, Manhattan itself is a strange place, but the west side is particularly odd. The whole thing. From Tribeca to Washington Heights. Maybe it's the old-school affluence mixed with the new-school youngsters. Maybe it's the Indian burial ground upon which it's built. Maybe it's because it faces New Jersey. Point is, the west side is weird. As a broad generalization, the east-west divide in Manhattan has been one of business versus art. East of Fifth Avenue, you've got all your dudes in suits commuting to Midtown and Downtown to push money around to somehow produce more money. Middlemen, bankers mostly, taking a little off the top to line the coffers of the shareholders to raise the stock, to earn the bonus, to buy the painting for the living room, to keep the wife happy, to save the marriage, to avoid the divorce so you don't have to shell up for the expensive Jewish attorney. But if you do need a lawyer, ask Ira. His brother-in-law is a good mensch. West of Fifth Avenue, you've got artists who are selling their paintings to the bankers to save their marriages. You've also got the Jewish divorce attorneys. But that's because they're Jewish, not because they're artists. Although I fall outside of the Venn diagram that encompasses bankers and artists, I'm in the middle of the Trekkies avatars diagram, I'm closer to artist than to banker. So it would stand to reason that I feel more at home on the west side than the east. And yet I don't. I've moved around a fair bit in Manhattan, but apart from one night on a couch near Ground Zero, I've never held up west of Broadway in my travels. Hell, I even did a park bench in Astor Place once. And that one night on the Q train, but that runs under Broadway, so that doesn't really count. Which isn't to say I haven't considered moving westward. Being the nomad that I am, I've looked at a lot of Manhattan apartments in my time here and I think the best and worst ones have both been on the west side. The best was deep in Greenwich Village. It was an incredible loft with hardwood floors and a roof terrace with an additional bedroom off of it. One of the brick walls was painted white, making it suitable for outdoor movie projecting. It would have been amazing, and it also would have bankrupted me in about six months. And I also would have had to take a bus to get anywhere close to civilization, although I suppose civilization is relative when you're talking about Manhattan. The worst apartment I ever looked at was in Hell's Kitchen, right above the Hudson River Amtrak line. It was a tiny apartment that I would have shared with one of the stranger individuals I've met since I moved here. He was a comic book artist who lived in a tiny room that was covered in Godzilla memorabilia. He had literally hundreds of Godzilla figures. Truly bizarre. He also had a cat, obviously. Point is, the West Side and I have an odd history. I wouldn't call us friends, but I wouldn't call us enemies either. And I certainly wouldn't call us frenemies, because I'm not a moron. It's a love-hate relationship, I guess. There have been good times and bad. Obviously, we got started off on the wrong foot when the West Side had my rental car impounded over on 10th Avenue. That was not cool. First impressions are a bitch like that. But by the time I moved here, we patched things up. 
We met at a renaissance fair near Riverside Park. I was LARPing at the wench auction, eating a turkey leg when the West Side introduced itself. We really hit it off that night. As the years wore on, we spent more and more time together. We hung out on the High Line, the first park in New York made specifically for yuppies. We watched Ghostbusters on Pier 46. We got in the occasional scuffle, like when there were no fucking subways within a one-mile radius of where I was going despite it being the center of the goddamn world, or when I paid $40 to not go bowling at the bowling alley on 42nd and 12th, but we worked through it. The west side has brought me both joy, the view from that penthouse apartment on Central Park West, and confusion, randomly finding the vegan crew of the Sea Shepherd at Chelsea Piers. There's been sweat at the Nine Inch Nails concert, and tears, driving over the George Washington Bridge at dawn at the end of a 36-hour day. There's been high class at the Natural History Museum, and low class, New York Comic Con. More than anything else, though, over the years, the West Side has taught me that no matter how hard I try, I'll never be able to afford an apartment here. That is, unless a wealthy Jewess with an inheritance looking to marry a genteel like myself walks into this bagel shop in the next ten minutes. <laughs>